listening to the Ed Reach Network. Ed Gamer, episode 143 on Ed Reach. Pursuit. Hey, you know what, Evan? Uh, yes. How do you pronounce this? Pursuitry. Pursuitry. You know, it's just one of those things, Jerry. I said it over and over and over again. I get to it, and I'm just like, pursuitry. It's 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 a complicated word. It's actually, guys. Let's let's go again. Pursuit. Pursuitry. 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 Okay. Okay. Pursuitry is connecting interest to opportunity. Ed Gamer's part of the EdReach Network. EdReach.us, giving education a voice. Oki koe. Totally, awesome. totally agree. Totally agree. <laughs> this show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. We'll give you the education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We will discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. And I'm Jerry. And I'm Evan Jones. Evan, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, sure. I'm the community manager slash web wrangler for Pursuitery.com. I am also an unapologetic movie and music fan, and as some of you may or may not be able to tell, a gamer. That's why I dress like Gordon from Half-Life. Oh, nice. that is awesome. We're going to have to add the, the – oh, cool. We'll, we'll work on that later. Jerry? My name is Jerry James, and I'm a visual arts teacher from Schaumburg, Illinois. And my name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm your host, a sixth grade social studies language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. Okay, I have to ask, Evan – uh, music fan. We talked before the show that you were up in Toronto. Uh, how, first of all, how do you pronounce that? Toronto. Uh, I stole the Canadian pronunciation. Toronto. Toronto. Okay. And are you a Rush fan? Uh, not as much as I am a No Means No fan. No. <laughs> no means no. I don't, Jerry. I don't even know. No means no. Uh. Not something I hear often in my life. I've, I've not, I've not heard that one. I will have to write that one down. No means no. You've introduced me to some. Are you just messing with me? Uh, no. No. The Canadian band, punk rock. The, the band. The band yep. No means no are a fantastic band. Are a fantastic band from I believe they're from Victoria, British Columbia, which is an island on the west coast of Canada, which is a vast expanse of land. Basically, they have the background of jazz musicians, and if anybody ever wants to hear an absolutely crushing and musically complex but compelling album, you should look at uh, Wrong by No Means No. I will have to check that out. I was, I I was, their... in, I was in underground rock bands for a better part of a decade, and it's just a big part of my life, and I... Part of my, part of my background connected learning was the, uh, the obscurantist searching out stuff like that and being very into it. So, Do you know you any indie emo bands? Oh, you're freezing up, Zach. Oh, no. Do you know any indie emo bands? Uh, dozens. Okay. Do you, have you ever heard of Park? Uh, park or Parlor? No, Park. P-A-R-K. Uh, the Amplifier or the band? The band. No, I have not. Okay, that's one you need to check out. Okay, I'll look that up. Move that. Moving along. So, Jerry. Yeah. I know you're just sitting there laughing at me, so that's okay. No, nope. not laughing okay. at you. Not laughing at you. How you doing, Jerry? Laughing with you. It's great. Uh, right. 
I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm I'm still alive at eight thirty on a Wednesday night, so that's yeah. uh, that's a big plus. It's been a School long, teachers. long, yeah, yeah. It's been a long week and a new role in school, and I'm I'm slowly settling in. So yeah, well, we've missed you. So it's you know, it's, yeah, it's always better with you uh, than without you. <laughs> I think. So I, I are like you wearing so. Are you wearing the village T-shirt? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I need, I need to get there. I need to get yeah. there. Again. And I got my uh, Louisville Cardinals on today. Okay. I, I'm not really. Well, yeah. The chicken's really good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so uh, are you still doing Game Club, Jerry? Uh, you know what? Since it's a student-run organization, I'm waiting for students to approach me. Haven't had any yet this year, but I did have a few ask about it. So I'm assuming within the next two weeks we'll be up and running, but nothing Very yet. Cool. My first one is on Friday. Oh, very good. Uh, I've got, I've got, I don't know, I'm going to have a ton of kids. So next time we meet, we're going to have to make sure that we, uh, uh, you know, talk about the numbers. Because that's yeah. going to be, that's going to be, uh, I'm thinking I might have about 50 or 60 show up. Wow, very cool. Yeah. And then I also have a local game shop coming, for Grafalia's Air. No, oh, nice. And, uh, so they're, I think it's Airy. I always forget. Yeah, so he's coming in. He's giving dis. He's going to give teachers through a school account forty percent. I think it's forty percent discounts. Oh, that's kind of awesome. So that's that's pretty cool. So he's going to bring in some games so we can he can demo. I'm um, setting up one of the labs um, with Sid Myers. I bought. I have now fifteen licenses of Civ Four. So I'm getting a lab there, and I'm trying to get some licenses for Minecraft EDU. So trying to put all that together. Awesome. The other the other thing that I was that I'm trying to do is that after I have this game club on Friday, I'm going to email the teachers within the district, and just say, hey, anybody want to come? I found out that somebody's doing a D and D club up one of the high schools. Oh, very cool. So I need to kind of I want to get it out there that hey, this is what we're doing. Why don't you come to our next meeting? You can play the games with the kids, and then we can just kind of chit chat afterwards and kind of have our own little PLC. Hmm, very good. We're using games, so um, game-wise, Evan, are you digital all over the map, or you know, tabletop? Uh, catch thing? as catch can. Okay. Basically, basically, of late, I've been more so interacting with gamers and talking to people about game making. And part of our summer program was working a lot with Scratch, but we also just interviewed. Excuse me, we also just interviewed a team that was remaking Metal Gear until they had the kibosh put upon them, so we ended up talking to them and uh, David Hayter, who voiced Snake in Metal Gear Solid. And before that, we were talking to somebody, a good friend of mine in Georgia, who was a voice actress on Star Wars The Old Republic. Oh. So I've kind of been just tracing fandom through game through gaming and not gaming as much as I would like, but there's certainly some steam Oh, oh. hey, hey. That, that covers that. That word covers a lot of things. Okay, so uh, Sid Meier's—they're coming out with uh, the next incarnation of Civilization Five, which is Beyond Earth, which looks really cool. Jerry, I showed because I'm playing next week. I have the lab uh, signed out. We're playing Civilization Four, and um, I showed some of the, um, uh, I guess, video of like trailers for Civilization 4 and all my classes after I showed the videos they started clapping <laughs> I'm like what, what are you clapping about I, I think they were just so excited that we get, we get to play games you know and it's just like it's just I think it's super cool that was just that was a fun moment this this past 
week. So uh, Beyond Earth looks really cool. Uh, don't there's not too many. <laughs> I don't have any computers in the district that can run Civ five, five anyway. Uh, hey, our next one. Uh, NBC had a um, had an article, had a story online, and this runner with autism makes strides on the track. Kind of pulling this up here. Um, what was neat? He's one of the top ten runners in the country, and he's gotten offers from Colorado. And let me pause this. Uh, Colorado, uh, Oregon, Duke, Georgetown, Syracuse, Wisconsin, UNC, so on and so forth. And the the reporter was basically saying, "Hey, does autism make you a better runner?" And she, he replies, he goes, "No, autism makes me a better person." Huh. Very cool. I, I thought that was super, super cool. Um, that was a very, uh, it was a great story, but it was interesting, and that quote stood out for me because, as as you know, Jerry and, and and Evan, as time goes on, I have more and more autistic students in my classroom, and it really, I I love it. It brings such a a neat perspective to my classroom, and they're able to look at things, I actually more effectively in a different light than than anybody else, and I think it's super, it's awesome. Um, the next story, I, I just saw this from Common Sense uh, Graphite. So the tech that spurs critical thinking, it's a list of games and, and uh, resources. I used to work there. At Graphite? Or at Common Sense? Common Sense Media. I used to fix their computers, and Mr. Jim Steyer wrote my recommendations, and I've got a very good friend working on Graphite. I'll be sure to send this podcast to them. Yeah. No, very but, cool. In fact, I've been in contact uh, with them <laughs> too. So yeah, it's a, the games and learning community is just it's been uh, yeah it's it's a small group, but it, yeah, it all they all work together. So yeah, there's some pretty cool things on there. I love this one. CDC solve the outbreak. <laughs> That's kind of uh, timely, very timely. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I got a. This is really interesting. You know, I get Evan. I get um, I get emails a lot for Kickstarters, yeah. and I don't. You know, most of the time I don't mess with it, uh, especially if it's not anything that I feel is is decent. This one is quite interesting, and this might interest you, Evan. Um, when you're a young uh -huh. wizard like Gandalf and Dumbledore, struck by the cord uh, cord in our minds, we spent hours pretending to be wizards. And what they're wanting to do is bring creative freedom to video games. And what makes that possible is code. So the game provides coding interface where you can specify exactly what you want your spells to do. This interface is intuitive enough for individuals, young and old, who have never coded before. So basically, you're creating spells uh, within this world, and but you have to figure out how to do that by coding. Hmm. Very cool. That's a. I think that's a pretty cool way. Just an interesting way to, uh, well, you know, to get coding, get kids like, involved in coding. Looks like some nice visuals. We should let ThoughtStem yeah. know that they should add the A, or otherwise they're not going to have any visuals. What's that? Said it's oh, by ThoughtStem. So we should let them <laughs> yeah, know they I mean, need to add the A, or else they're not going to have any more visuals in their programs. Yeah, it should be ThoughtSteam. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And they are at 67,000. So they've... Oh, they've, they've Goodness, they reached it. Yeah. Holy cow, what just happened? Because I tell you what, that just recently happened. 
Well, they are listed as a staff pick, and I believe they're using Blockly, which is a visual programming language. Very cool. And it's on Steam. So it must have caught on because it was not – they weren't there when they contacted me. Um, was it earlier this week or last week? And they – yeah, wow, that's really cool. Well, congratulations. So I guess we can't say that we brought them over the top, Jerry. Well, you never know what happened just right now. Oh, it could have. Yeah, it, it might have just happened. Maybe somebody just, just now donated $17,000. Right. right, they're watching the show, and that's Maybe what it happened. was me. Oh, yes, yes, because you're that philanthropist uh, that yeah. has all that money. Yeah, so uh, Lindsay uh, Hanley, uh, awesome job. Very cool. So this will be interesting to see how that this one works out since it's already met its goal. So very cool. The last one here, I just got this one. Um Counting Kingdom, and it's kind of one of those things that, you know, they they say it's not chocolate covered broccoli. You don't want to have that, you know, covering it. But and I started looking at it like, ah, uh, you're just putting a gaming gamification, you know, games around, uh, you know, an idea of of simple math. But as I started watching the video and looking at this, it's actually pretty slick. I think it goes a little bit higher level than just you know math blaster and and something like that. Um, it's, you know, basically it's a castle defense game, but, um, yeah, I, this is an interesting twist. So she actually gave me a, um, a code to try it out and see what's, see what I think. So hmm. very cool. Oh, and I'm sure you like the graphics. Yeah. It's kind of cool. cool. Yeah. Cool presentation on that webpage too. Yeah. 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 It's a nice page. Yeah. That, that really captures your attention. Nice big bold colors, I like that. Yeah, very cool. So those are some games that are out there. Of course, there's tons of other things that are out there, but we, the reason why we're here tonight is because of Evan. So, um, so Evan, what, who, you know, you mentioned who you are. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? I mean, how did you get to this point? You mentioned that you were at, you were fixing computers at at Common Sense, right? Yeah, I had a, I have an MCSE and. Basically, spent a lot of time messing about with computers. And um, so you, you've done that. Now you're, is this, I mean, this is your next endeavor after Common Sense, basically. But you're taking a different, this is a different, this is a big change, isn't it? I've had, I've been working since I was about 19 years old. And for about eight years, I had two or three jobs. And essentially, they're all sort of around an axis, and the axis would have been the question of content and engagement. I have a background as a writer, and I've done a lot of production work. I actually went to film school as an undergraduate in Toronto, which is why I pronounce it that way. But the, what I'm doing now, essentially, when I was at Common Sense Media, and again, I was just fixing computers and checking stuff on servers and hoping things didn't break too badly. <laughs> Uh, but I was working again and uh, working in several online communities at the time, and I just realized that you know I, I I'm okay fixing computers, and I can make a living at it. But I really like writing, I really like interacting with people, and we had met some people here and there, and I'd read some books here and there, and I decided that I wanted to go to graduate school to study online communities, and I ended up at USC through some connections. Pretty good school. Great, great <laughs> school in my opinion. Yeah, no, I was, I was that was a tease. It was yeah, being very oh. sarcastic. Oh, I. I I I make a lot of jokes about it myself because I was just like I I joke that I got accepted on a pale man scholarship. 
<laughs> For all of you listening at home, I'm a bit Welsh. Anyway. <laughs> but I was continually working in online communities as well as uh, seeing the offline community aspect of it because I was working around... You know, I do a lot of stuff involving uh, nerdery and science fiction and Japanese animation and stuff like that. And I was running a, a website and community and writing about things and going and doing panels and interviewing people and throwing like interactive events and things like that. And essentially after I graduated, I just started working again in freelancing and doing a lot of contract consulting for you know, uh, video game companies and working on video games and doing a little bit here and there for advertising agencies. And I, just as I had... I had gone to work at uh, a renowned film institute that I really enjoyed working at for a brief period of time to kind of overhaul the social media. And as that ended, I started thinking, well, maybe I'm a little tired of LA, and I got a phone call from the Connected Learning Alliance. And the Connected Learning Alliance is a connection, is a basically a, a network of organizations, projects, and individuals who are working on the concept of connected learning and spreading and scaling a learning vision. And they said, hey, we're doing this online site, and it's based around Homago principles. Are you interested in talking about being our community manager for it? Because it seems like that's right up your alley and it's kind of stuff you're into. And also, I really, I build online communities for a living, and I research how online communities are built for a living. And through a series of interviews and long discussions and various alchemical rites, they decided I was the person for the job, and that has brought me into what is now known as Pursuitery. Yes. Now, I, I have to pause every time. P pursuitery. Yes, pursuitery. got it. And, and, so, and I, I, think I, I think I copied the intro, <laughs> the mispronunciation. Of, of what? Of Pursuitery. Oh, well, you know, it's okay. It's, it will be okay. Under, I can... Under the influence, but but that's what brought me there. And since then, it's been a wild journey of getting a website going and building an online community and doing a series of projects and interactive online meetings that we call Geek Outs via Google Hangouts and just working to basically see how to connect people's interests to opportunity. And it's been a blast. So, okay. So, Jerry, I think you have Pursuitery up. Um what what is it i mean how do you how do you explain it to somebody basically if you're interested in something and you'd like to explore it or look into it in a friendly environment that's what pursuitery is for it's an online community that's welcoming for people of all levels who have an interest in something we talk with and have access to a variety of professionals and experts but we also just get together on the site uh, pardon me and allow others to get together on the site and have discussions and chat about things and run challenges on a variety of platforms. Okay, so some of the examples that you have on here, um, one was a challenge. So I like the idea of a geek out, so you just kind of get together and, and you know, share, uh, share information, but then you have these challenges, which I think is a nice, um, I, I like that. Um, so recreate Flappy Bird and Scratch. Mm -hmm. So somebody just decided, hey, I'm going to put this together and see if we can actually get it done. Yeah, somebody had posted that challenge on the site because, as I mentioned, we just came off a big summer project and coding with Scratch was a big part of it. We were a partner with MIT for that, and it was 
great. It was amazing, some of the stuff that people had put together. And somebody had said, I want to do this through Pursuitery, and so they created that challenge. And I believe I also posted a link on that page to a YouTube video about how to actually do it, in case somebody wants a tutorial to walk through. But that's an example of a challenge wherein you take the knowledge you have or the knowledge you've gained through geek outs or messing about and geeking out and bringing it to the site to accomplish something or achieve something. Yeah, that's great. And were, was it successful? I do believe somebody did build one out. I've got to check. I've got to check around on it. But it's also one of those things where that's a. I believe that was a community created one. So okay. I wouldn't actually receive their final submissions. Okay. And that's that's part of it is we want people to have that ownership of it. It's, they're going to do this thing and they can check up on it. And there you go. Okay, and then the next one I'm seeing on here is hackathon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Climate change solutions. Hey, we'll just we'll just hack this out over a week <laughs> weekend. We'll we'll solve all the problems of climate change. It's, it's so, one of those things I really hope it goes well. <laughs> for all of us. More summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but it was just people just putting some ideas together and and uh, yeah, I'm, the way I'm seeing this is, you know, having a shared space like this is um, having some project that I would have in my, my classroom. I mean, could you see this going to the classroom, or is this, do you see this more as a, um, you know, an adult, uh, I guess, professional development staff type thing? Well, I have actually seen, we have done work with youth in the Los Angeles Public Libraries and whatnot, I think we're at such an early state that I don't want to definitively state one thing or another right. as far as that goes. But, you know, we certainly worked in, with people who are, you know, older. We worked with people who are younger. Typically the site, we aim for a slightly younger demographic just because we think that's what people should be checking out and learning as far as ed tech goes at that age. But it's pretty much open to anybody as long as they're cool with the terms of service, obviously. Right. So I could totally see this, and here's my free idea to you, Evan. Totally see this as um, projects happening from different schools or, you know, from across the country. So somebody is working on Scratch in Los Angeles, somebody's working on Scratch out on the East Coast, and you get some students together, and now they're coding together and building together and using this platform to, to communicate. Yeah, and also... We've seen things like that uh, with our Minecraft server, and we're going to get crazy into Minecraft starting on Monday because we're doing Camp Minecraft 2.0. But we've kind of seen that interna even international interplay between groups and students and people who are just into building stuff online. So this this one here, I don't know if you got that, Jerry, the, um, the summer one. The, so the Camp Minecraft, so how do they, do they need to have a... Um, They'll need to have their own Minecraft license and uh, to log in and then connect to this to this server, correct? Yes, you to participate. You will need your own Minecraft license, but our server is free and twenty four seven, and it features both survival and creative mode. Okay, and I notice I do like it down here. All programs employ online methods of feedback and sharing, and offer opportunity for students to gain experience with Steam. So you hear that, Jerry? Nice. I got that. I like okay. That. So yeah, I just want to make sure I got that in there. Um, so what what is the goal of this this Camp Minecraft? 
Well, Camp Minecraft is basically a chance for people to get an opportunity to interact with each other in a friendly environment and learn about Minecraft and maybe learn a bit of coding and just kind of explore that space and build up that world as it goes and get the chance to make something of their own. Uh, the goals of Minecraft are going to differ from person to person, obviously, but we want to facilitate that place and we want to have people have the ability to come somewhere and build something and not have a lot of restrictions. Okay. So are there challenges already, uh, I guess, built in or people putting those together as part we of the have, camp? We have a variety of challenges that we'll be rolling out, and we also do a show and tell on Friday on Twitch that oh, cool. we, post to our, we post to our YouTube. Um, we've got some serious gamers in the mix at CLA, and so we're always kind of going after that. In fact, I think... Anecdotally, the earliest adopters we had were definitely people from the gaming sphere, just because uh, they were cool with Twitch and Google Hangouts and things like that. It didn't, we didn't have to break that down or explain an alien concept. But yeah, we'll be rolling out challenges and running that program. But we start with a new series of challenges on September 15th at 12 a.m. our time. So we're gonna be very, very deep in Minecraft, and I've got to go. But I've got to go spend a lot of time getting ready to learn the particular eccentricities of Minecraft so that I can speak about it authoritatively and definitively. Well, if you need an expert, uh, my 10-year-old daughter is available, and uh, she, <laughs> she, oh, no. she, she'd be able to help you out just fine. <laughs> I've been school... Here's the thing. When we first started, because we were running all the other programs over the summer... We said, oh, let's let's do a Minecraft camp. And we said, okay, well, we, we, we can get one going. I was so busy with the other programs, I kept telling myself, I would get on and I'd check things out. I was like, wow. And then I'd tell myself, I'll, I'll start building my base camp tomorrow. Okay, I'll start building my base camp the day after. And by the time I finally got on, it was only a couple days in, people had made the server into a place where I was so afraid to just start building <laughs> because I was like, I'm going to be the person that's ruining the shot. You'll destroy it. <laughs> Everybody's come up, gonna come up to me and be like, "So you were not an architectural design student?" And <laughs> I'll be asked that question by somebody that's fourteen. <laughs> but that's amazing. That's that that I that kind of point where you realize, wow, it's something that somebody else has taken this, and they're going so much further than I could have gone with it. Yeah, it's they so they do an amazing job. Jerry and I are involved in uh, what's something called SIT, Students Involved in Technology, which is a one-day uh, conference, students uh, teaching, presenting to other students, and we have a Minecraft contest. So, you know, you go to conferences all the time where adults are presenting. Well, this is a conference for mm -hmm. kids, by kids, and we had, you know, down where I'm at in, in normal Illinois, uh, we have, uh, we've had six to seven hundred students at this one-day conference and one of the con one of the things that we have is a con Minecraft contest so the kids are building and creating and uh, yeah it's just it's so cool hey there's um, I'm noticing here digital badges mm-hmm okay so are you using uh, open badges or is this your own I believe and do not quote me on this because the dev team has gone home as you can see from the empty background <laughs> I mean, that we are using credly However, however, I'd like to know that this is Evans. I've been drafting stuff all day long. 
answer, and <laughs> I could get a I could get a furious text message from one of our back end. Yeah, Credly. What is Credly? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've not seen. And what I like is that they're um, you know kind of boxed, pixelated type things. So very cool. So Jerry, where are you at? Where am I at? Well, I, yeah, I know you're up just in Chicago. outside of Chicago. Yeah, I know that, but on, on the page there, <laughs> so the badges and prizes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking at the badges here. Okay, so do I mean do they do the kids have an account through here, and that's where the badges are kept, or is that something that you know how does that work? I guess. <clears throat> well, it's a back end system basically, but to it all comes through Pursuery. Like you've got to be on Pursuery. Pardon me, Pursuery. <laughs> That's because I was drinking water. That's not because it's hard it's, to find. Yeah, gotcha. I'm very, con I'm very much about the broadcast speaking voice. I'm sure people think I'm kidding, but I'm trying to be as clear as possible. Usually, I can hit it with that just text, as well, and everybody thinks I'm falling asleep. But you do <laughs> have. You, you sound better than Jerry, so it's all good. Yeah. Hey, hey. No, <laughs> don't make me separate you two guys. <laughs> Pursuitery. Basically, you have to have an account on Pursuitry to be involved in that stuff and to get the badges and whatnot. As far as the absolute particulars go, I cannot sit here and make claims as to being particularly well-informed about the science of computers. Oh. I, assume, I assume that basically some technological demigod is appeased and stuff happens. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'm noticing on Credly... Which it's achievements. It does look like they use open badges. So I was just doing a little quick search because that badges is, is one thing that it's especially in the games and learning community. Um, it, some people are really it's it's a love hate thing. You either really like it or really don't dislike it. It really is. And also, I mean, keep on. I'm coming from the standpoint of a community manager, wherein half my job is listen to people and see where they're coming from. And it's actually really fun for me because the older I get, the quieter I get, which is a good thing for me when I go on podcasts. But <laughs> I've really come to enjoy just seeing where people are coming from and not waiting to throw in the no but. And so with the badge discussions, I've watched educators have these long, long talks about them where everybody's passionate on one side or the other. And it's so fascinating for me to hear because to me it was just kind of a left field thing because I had just been working in a different different area and whatnot. I definitely had been used to like accreditation and awards that people would give people, you know, when they had beaten a level in a video game or something like that, but to see it applied in an academic context or, right. or even just an educational context. I remember I asked one of our staff members for a breakdown on where bad what badges were about and I they, they said, oh, it's great that you're asking, and sent me a couple really huge <laughs> files. And I'm like, is there an executive summary here? Because it's yeah. Saturday, and I need a bit yeah. of it. Need a one-page summary. <laughs> yeah, it is it's it is kind of a heated thing. I don't I don't look at it as evilly as... Uh, I'll just make up words, too. Evilly as... Um, mm. Be quiet, Jerry. Uh, as as uh, as others, because it's it's a way to show growth. It's a way to show learning, and that's that's how I'm using it. It's, that's because you just got the create a new word badge. I did for evilly. Yep. Next to my how to start, you know, being able to start fires with just my hands. So uh, <laughs> and not twigs. Okay. So uh, 
Anything else about Pursuitery? Evan? Well, we do a lot of Geek Outs in a lot of different areas. I've hosted a good majority of them lately since we're a pretty new site and we have a fairly small staff. Recently, we have been doing some random ones to kind of transition from our summer programming and into our fall programming. And that's actually, it's been fun because a lot of those were just like, oh, here's something I feel like doing on the site and I have a little time to do so. And then some of them have been wildly successful as far as people stopping by or getting press or whatnot. I had mentioned earlier, I had some people who had been voice actors and actors in games and the like who I'd just known through my various other jobs my various many other jobs, and we're also doing a lot of stuff involving Arduino and DIY electronics. Hmm. Uh, several of those are hosted by Howard Reingold, who's a great guy and a really cool host. It's been really fun to watch him show people to build things, and you know, we're just getting ready for this Camp Minecraft 2.0 that starts on Monday, and I want to let everybody know about it. It is going to be an absolute blast. I am completely prepared to have my Little mind blown all over the place. I so it's it's really exciting to me because one thing I want to mention is that we've had a lot of parents in the mix, which is great. We want to see that that happening as well. And now we're actually kids are joining and earning points to act as ops or mods. And so I'm just really really excited to see how it how it goes and the level of interactivity and that level of ownership in a really cool creative world. Like, I would just get on the server and walk around. So I'm very, very excited to see what's up with Camp Minecraft 2.0 starting next week. That's very cool. It looks like you have 280 participants. Is that a, is, Please tell me that's a typo. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, it seems like you, you're going to have a nice, uh, large group. That looks like a lot of fun. Well, um, hey... Evan, thank you for joining us. I uh, appreciate it. And then, uh, you know, send us some information and links on the on the development, especially the Camp Minecraft, because there's uh, there's definitely a lot of interest out there. Yeah, I hope everybody watching and listening gives the gives themselves a chance to head over to Pursuitery.com, and you can tweet us at Pursuitery. Very, very excited about talking with you all today and very excited to be here. It's such a nice chat, and I will kick the background while you let those dulcet tones go through the Ed Gamer airspace. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for listening to this week's Ed Gamer podcast. Please follow us on edreach.us and also follow all the great podcasts and blog posts on the EdReach Network. Have Blag. a great week. Blag. Blag. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. Thank you.